Welcome back to Power Retail, Power Talks. Join me in bite-sized discussions with industry leaders and professionals as they share their exclusive insights into the dynamic world of e-commerce. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, UPay. I'm your host, Rosalie, and for this episode, I sat down with Rosie McFarlane, Head of Loyalty at Mecca. We spoke about Mecca's award-winning loyalty program and got some insight into the magic happening behind the scenes that has it smashing all customer expectations. Rosie introduced me to the concept of humanizing digital and explained how Mecca maintains a customer-centric culture in all it does. So settle in as we deep dive into Beauty Loop, all things loyalty, the importance of sunscreen, and so much more. Hi, Rosie. Thanks so much for coming on. Hi there. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to kick it off with how would you define customer loyalty? How do you really measure that and how do you approach and facilitate that at Mecca? Um, That's a very good question. I think it's one that really needs to be answered kind of contextually. So when I'm thinking about um, loyalty, I think it's measured very, very differently at like a supermarket or an insurer versus a brand um, like Mecca. So for us at Mecca, we're super duper connected to like brand love, MPS, customer sentiment. So we're always thinking, are we a brand offering something that customers kind of genuinely desire, genuinely love over all else? Do they come to us to discover? Do they come to us to kind of uh, be saved, as it were, from a mediocre customer experience and and ultimately pick us over all others? And so um, when I think, how would I define customer loyalty? I don't know that necessarily traditional loyalty programs truly engender loyalty, you know, strictly speaking. I think they do a really good job of tying customers in and um, keeping them back, coming back to the brand through points or discounts or whatnot. But but are they really loyal to your brand? I, I'm not sure. And so I think um, at Mecca, we're kind of really committed to truly making sure a customer is loyal to us. And um, the Beauty Loop program is kind of one of many ways in which we bring that to life. And a huge part of that Mecca experience is the lovely staff. They're a huge driver of that yes. customer loyalty. They definitely keep coming, keep people coming back. And I even read that those staff receive 200 hours of training in their first year. So I'm really curious about how you translate that super customer-centric focus into your online channels. Yeah, our store hosts are incredible, aren't they? I um, obviously only really, really started shopping a lot in store when I started here a few years ago. And it is unlike any other kind of, I was going to say beauty shopping experience, but really shopping experience that that I've ever had. Yeah, um, so we have at Mecca a concept called humanizing digital, which we talk at um, a lot. Um, so top of mind is how are we bringing the kind of magic that that you experience in store from these like true experts into the online world. And we can do that through amazing content, through um, live chat experiences with beauty experts, to just really gorgeous considered digital experiences as as well as beyond. Um, The work that our digital and customer teams have done is kind of in mainly around helping bring personalized experiences to life um, in a really world-class way. I think it sets us apart 
that in a store, you know, you have a customer give you an eye contact or smile about a product or, um, or, you know, the feel, the texture of a, of a product on their skin. And it's like, how can you use kind of data and AI models to replicate the same personalization online? And I think that's the kind of, um, questions that those teams are really looking to answer, um, kind of around, around replicating those two experiences. Um, I think your question as well uh, kind of points to something more fundamental, which is which is at Mecca, I think every business at the moment, or, or at least even for the last 10 years, talks about customer centricity. Um, but I cannot express to you how much at Mecca it is literally all we think about. You know, nothing gets signed off. You don't even get in the door with Joe unless you can prove that you've kind of considered the customer how you know, like everything that we do, it won't just be acceptable, but actually, you know, delight them. And so I think um, when I, when you go back to all the, the, you know, the staff receiving hundreds of hours of training, that is, that is because um, we want to offer the best kind of service to customers. And I see, so I think that trickles through the whole business. And so it's almost an easy conversation to have at Mecca and, and begin at Mecca um, because I guess because of that, that core of customer centricity. Next up, Rosie gives her take on the Beauty Loop and loyalty programs. Much like Mecca, UPay understands what's important to its customers, which is why they are committed to privacy, security, and simplicity. It's why UPay is the go-to wish list for shoppers everywhere. And with Christmas just around the corner, making sure that your brand can engage with a trusted wishlist platform this season will be the key in helping your customers get the gifts that they want. Upay knows this, and that's why Upay can now be used with any Shopify store, as well as any store that has Prezi gift cards. Upay is private, secure, and a safe option for your customers, and it even has the option for in-store retail as well as e-commerce. This year, make sure that you're on everyone's wishlist with Upay. Moving on to a question surrounding your role. So Beauty Loop is, of course, an award-winning loyalty program. I'd say it's constantly evolving face, keeps customers coming back. It's not just the goodies, although the goodies are very fantastic. They help. (laughs) They do help. I was just wondering what's in the works for it. Do you have anything you can share that you're working on? (laughs) Um, Okay, well, look, um, I won't give away too many surprises because – where's the magic in that but yeah we do actually have a really exciting few months ahead we're expanding like i literally just came out of a meeting uh seven minutes ago about um a few new different types of rewards that we're going to bring to market we're growing and expanding our benefit lineup um we ran a really huge amount of research earlier in the year and this is hot off the press um but yeah i'm really excited to that we we're actually going to be able to offer every single one of the top three requests that customers are asked for us and they will be live before the middle of next year so yeah we're really in a period of transformation at beauty loop we always try and evolve but we're trying to kind of um almost supercharge that evolution um skip a generation or two or or whatever the uh, metaphor might be so yeah um but i'm not going to give away any more than that i can tell you (laughs) All right. Now, looking long term, in an ideal world, how do you like to see the loyalty program evolve? Probably ten years down the line. <clears throat> so, um, probably somewhat um, 
controversially, I don't know, um, considering my title is head of loyalty. I don't really see Beauty Loop as a loyalty program, right? In, like in the traditional way. Beauty Loop has become a um, a community a place for a place where we empower our customers to discover new brands and products. You know, yes, it's also a huge driver of traffic and footfall. You know, recently it's become a kind of hype machine. Um, and so I think um, where I'm looking at is outside of a traditional loyalty program. Um, and I think that's been a really helpful shift for us this year. I want to see that continue. You know, um, I feel really proud that uh, Beauty Loop is about adding more for customers, being more generous, helping them discover more rather than necessarily being about um, discounts or accumulating a points currency that kind of traps you into keeping spending with a brand. So that's kind of where uh, my North Star is. Um, I want to see us grow and nurture our community better. I think we do a, a great job, but but I think we can do better serving more niche customer groups, um, particularly where beauty for certain groups can be truly transformative. Um, I want to protect that community as it grows, you know, with keeping it safe, keeping it respectful, keeping it fun. Um, I'd love to, now that we're kind of, COVID has become hopefully a word of the past and we've moved on, you know, bringing more brand founders directly into our community is a really kind of exciting area that we're exploring with some brands at the moment for next year. Um, a really, it's a fun intellectual um kind of challenge it's a fulfilling and difficult problem right to try and solve to create a brand and to create an experience and a program that make custom make customers feel something um you know research told us recently that just shy of 20 percent of customers say that beauty loop was the reason that they started shopping at mecca which is hugely exciting and i think it's probably pretty unusual for what you for like, you know, a loyalty program. And I'm doing inverted commas. Oh, definitely, yeah. Listening. Um, so um, I think that's the space that we really want to stay in. That feels really authentic. Um, I guess in a, a more pragmatic um, um, execution one, you know what I'd love to see is like customers be able to build kind of their own perfect beauty loot box, right? Like en masse, hundreds of thousands of customers do it. But the scale... The kind of scale that that requires is mind boggling I mean, we're talking robots. So um, that's why with a 10-year view, um, within that window, I'd love to also kind of see something like that come to life for customers. Percy, that's so exciting. (laughs) Great insights there. You are one of the lucky and, of course, very well-deserving Marketing Academy scholars this year. So do you have any insights that you learned through that program? Um, yeah, so the firstly, I should say I would encourage anybody considering applying or you know nominating someone to go for it. Like even I think maybe I'm slightly mad, but even the application process for me was weirdly kind of deeply enjoyable. So um, <laughs> just give it a go and you'll probably learn something about yourself on the way, even if, if not successful the first time. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to give too much away because I think not knowing for me felt really transformative of what I was going through but I think some of the stuff that we were learning about you already know in your um in your heart you know it's the importance of humanity of kindness of empathy in being a good and effective leader and I think that kind of is what touched touched me the most I think 
too often we, and I, I don't know if it's, um, you know, being a woman or if it's actually just all of us kind of shy away from things like warmth and kindness and, and, and humanity. You know, maybe they're seen as weak, maybe they're seen as unprofessional, but, but ultimately, um, I think what the marketing academy reconnected me with is that we're all just people. Like in, in the words of, um, you know, Julia Roberts, we are just people standing in front of other people, trying our best to kind of talk to them or get them to, you know, desire something from us in some way. And I think um, that in its kind of simplest sense has been something that I've really taken away from from the programme in, in terms of how to be a good and, and effective leader. Um, we're examining at the moment the, uh, you know, as a cohort, um, the um, importance of the kind of the ripple effect. So, um, you know, that your your um, example of leadership, of, of 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 empathy and kindness, and all you know, and all that, and how that can then kind of create a ripple effect out to others. Um, it's something that we are, um, you know, we've been talking about a lot, and, and we're kind of committed to trying to, um, I guess, amplify the out the out- outtakes of our experiences at Marketing Academy. So um, for me, it's a simple one, but I think probably um, quite an important one in what can be a cruel, cruel world. (laughs) Fantastic insight. So important and so overlooked often. Coming right up, get ready for our power questions. Much like Mecca, Upay understands what's important to its customers, which is why they are committed to privacy, security and simplicity. It's why Upay is the go-to wish list for shoppers everywhere. And with Christmas just around the corner, making sure that your brand can engage with a trusted wishlist platform this season will be the key in helping your customers get the gifts that they want. Upay knows this, and that's why Upay can now be used with any Shopify store, as well as any store that has Prezi gift cards. Upay is private, secure, and a safe option for your customers, and it even has the option for in-store retail as well as e-commerce. This year, make sure that you're on everyone's wish list with Upay. Before I let you go, I am going to run through our quickfire power questions. These ones are a bit more lighthearted, but quite fun. So very importantly, what is your favorite Mecca product? <laughs> That's literally my favorite question ever. So yay. Um, I, in fact, I ask this of everybody that I interview. So um, anyone that does come to interview with me, um, that's a little, um, yeah, like sneaky hint, I guess, because <laughs> I will ask. Um, so I'm greedy, so I'm going to pick three. So I'd say, like, do not sleep on Allies of Skin. So Allies of Skin are a new brand we launched last year. They have a 35% vitamin C serum. It's honestly been life-changing for me. I'm glowing. Um Westman Atelier's complexion drops are beautiful. And then also for kind of a luxe spa moment at home, which I think everybody needs, um, Diptyque do this beautiful like in-shower oil um, in a scent called Doson, which is, imagine you're like strolling down um, at dusk, you're in somewhere beautiful in Thailand, Jasmine, it's it's an experience that I recommend to everyone. Fantastic. Sold. And to our listeners, <laughs> and confirm Rosie is in fact glowing. <laughs> Thank you. My next question is related to loyalty. And I wanted to know what company you've been most loyal to. What, com- um, what company have I been most loyal to? 
Um, I, I get, I think, I think I'm, when I think about like the concept of loyalty, right? Like I think, ah, uh, I try, we'll try and think outside of like traditional brands that make me go back and spend because of a form of convenience or, mm. or that they're, they're the cheapest or things like that. So like, I think it's exciting to look at these brands who have something sprawling or experiential or like bigger than themselves that like, yeah, yeah. Our airlines, sure, sure they do, but I don't know, um, you know, how much love there, there is. And so then am I truly loyal? Right. So like I think about like run club for Nike, which is kind of like all encompassing and bigger than the sum of its parts. Um, I love like those brands that have these communities um, of little like like obsessives but they're newbies and I think Lego is a really cool brand to look at which I feel like gets overlooked quite a lot um but it it delivers on something like uh, that I think it's really interesting and like am I loyal to Lego no but am I always going to buy something for like my little cousin from there because maybe because I'm interested in the in the community yes um I think how luxury brands create brand love is really interesting because it's around experience you know, customer service. Um, and that's, I guess, another, um, like, I I do like nice things. So um, those, would, those would probably be some of the brands that I'm either interested in or that I feel some kind of affinity to. And finally, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Yes, yeah, so I I, um, <laughs> I have a colleague that will literally laugh when she hears this because <clears throat> I have so many sound bites of like slightly rubbish advice that I often threaten to turn either into like the world's worst business book or like my own personal keynote. So um, I can't allow her to have the pleasure of laughing at me. So instead, I would leave you with um, wear sunscreen on your face, neck and chest, factor 50 every day. I think that's a good piece of advice. I think that's the best piece of advice I've ever heard. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Some great insights there. That, well, you're very welcome. And thank you for, so much for having me. Um, it was fun to, uh, fun to chat. As always, thanks for listening. If you have any feedback, questions, or want to feature on Power Talks, you can contact us by emailing podcast at powerretail.com.au.